Hello, I'm Tom Wilkinson, and welcome to the Thinking in English podcast, a podcast aimed at intermediate to advanced level English learners. Thinking in a foreign language is a vital step on the road to fluency, and this podcast aims to help you achieve this by discussing various topics, ranging from current events to science, philosophy, economics, and much more. On today's episode, we will discuss the recent US presidential debate and think about some potential alternatives for the future. But first, here is today's vocabulary list. Please check the description of the podcast for the written list. Surrogate. Surrogate. Replacing someone else or used instead of something else. For example, because she had no children of her own, her friend's son became a kind of surrogate child to her. Spectacle. Spectacle. Unusual or unexpected event or situation. For example, it was a strange spectacle to see snow in summer. Consensus. Consensus. A generally accepted opinion. Wide agreement. For example, they're trying to build a consensus on the need to improve the city's schools. Superficial. Superficial. Not complete and only the most obvious. Not really important. For example, I only have a superficial knowledge of French. To squabble. To squabble. To argue over something that is not important. For example, they are still squabbling over who will get the big office. Prowess. Prowess. Great ability or skill. For example, she is known for her sporting prowess. To outwit. To outwit. To get an advantage over someone by acting more cleverly. For example, the cat outwitted the dog by climbing the tree. To abolish. To abolish. To officially end an activity or custom. For example, I think bullfighting should be abolished. Equitable. Equitable. Treating everyone fairly and in the same way. For example, we all want an equitable tax system. Earlier this week, the two remaining candidates running for the President of the United States faced each other in the first presidential debate of the year. Debates have long been a part of the US electoral system, with candidates for positions across all levels of the American political system participating in these contests. They have been part of the US political scene since James Madison and James Monroe debated for a seat in Congress 
and Abraham Lincoln served as a surrogate debater for the Whig Party in the days when presidential candidates did not publicly campaign. Debates allow political candidates to promote their policies, criticize opponents' ideas, and perhaps most importantly, demonstrate their personalities and character. Yet, the recent debate was by no means an ordinary spectacle, filled with insults, interruptions, unsupported assertions and outright lies. Tuesday's event was by far the lowest quality presidential debate in history. When the Western world emerged from the Second World War, American and European politics became characterized by consensus. This does not mean that politicians never disagreed. Of course they did. They disagreed over superficial and technical questions. But at a deeper level, there was a high level of consensus and cooperation surrounding fundamental political beliefs. For example, the Cold War, rebuilding damaged economies, and further development. This consensus ended in the 1980s with the administrations of US President Ronald Reagan and British Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher. And now there is no trace of any cooperation or any consensus in US politics. America is a country divided into red and blue, conservative and liberal, Republican and Democrat, Trump and not Trump. Somehow, a person's political opinion has become connected with their personality and character. Consequently, political disagreements are no longer superficial disagreements over policy, but bring into question a person's identity. For example, it is increasingly common for both Republican and Democrat supporters in America to see criticism of their party's policies as an attack on their own character. This political environment is not conducive to friendly or respectful debate. Tuesday's debate, for instance, was a chaotic, disrespectful affair full of insults, interruptions and squabbling. Trump interrupted Biden 73 times. The moderator was powerless and had no chance of guiding the discussion. Discussion maybe is too nice a word. While in the past debates were an opportunity to demonstrate a candidate's intellectual prowess by showing their capabilities and outwitting their opponents, this debate included no intelligence. It was quantity over quality, who could speak the most rather than who could speak the best. Internationally, the debate has been seen as confirming the weakness and decline of the US. A dark day for democracy, the end of American civilization and the worst debate in history were just some of the reactions. According to The Economist, the president turned a globally respected American institution into a national embarrassment. This leads to an important question. What is the future of the American debate? Are they important or will they be increasingly sidelined in the future? There are many arguments for abolishing political debates. For example, debates don't often change votes, they are not substantive, they present no new information, and encourage candidates to play for clever one-liners that get picked up by the media. But at the same time, for millions of undecided voters, a debate could provide useful information to make a decision.
So here is today's final thought. What is the future of the presidential style debate? Potentially, it could be reformed and improved. Having a single moderator may be more effective than a panel of moderators. Eliminating the audience is a reasonable way to end disruptions. And using equitable formats and turning off the microphone of anyone but the speaker can reduce the food fight atmosphere. The rules will actually be changed for the second presidential debate with the aim to reduce interruptions. More radically, debates could be hosted and managed by neutral and non-profit organizations. We could remove the video component of debates using photos or nothing at all to remove the attention to clothes, especially those of female candidates, hairstyles, shakes and sweats. We could make the debates boring, allowing candidates to drone on and on. Alternatively, we could ensure that all existing information about their platforms and proposals is readily available online, by mail, or to watch at an earlier time, and only allow talk that adds something new to the discussion. But all of these proposals are still debates, competitions, an argument between two or more people, which of course will lead to some kind of disagreement. The main problem is that the main qualities we want in a leader, integrity, conflict solving, the ability to change their opinion on the basis of evidence, are not a feature of a debate. Maybe a better system would be a friendly discussion, trying to find points of agreement rather than disagreement. What do you think? Comprehension questions. You can find the answers in the description below. For what party did Abraham Lincoln serve as a surrogate debater for in the days when presidential candidates did not publicly campaign? Who was British Prime Minister when the post-war consensus ended? How many times did Donald Trump interrupt Joe Biden? Thank you for listening to today's episode of Thinking in English. Share with your friends, check out our social media links in the description, and send us a message. We appreciate all feedback and constructive criticism. If you have any ideas for topics, future podcast guests, or other learning formats, please let us know. And please leave us a rating. Thank you and see you next time.